Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's time to talk Tigers football with Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com. Brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. James Carlton will donate $20 to the Mizzou NIL Collective for every quote they give you when you say 101 ESPN. Sick riff, bro. Welcome back, Balloon Party 101 ESPN. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan, and I am ranked number one. Uh, That's Action Jackson, and uh, you're and others receiving votes. Big news, Jackson. Huge news. Yeah. Uh, surprising that uh, that we would miss something here on this show. <laughs> but we are giving away Luke Combs tickets here on the program today. And uh, that means how can people win these tickets? Text of the day. Boom. Yeah, you know how to do it. So uh, there's definitely been some submissions early. Yeah, without even motivation. Right. Now you've been incentivized. Right. So uh, this could be rough. 65780. Yeah. 65780101ESPN has your chance to win a pair of free tickets to see Luke Combs at Bush Stadium on June 17th, 2023. Tickets are on sale now. They just went on sale 22 minutes ago. Text in 65780 for your chance to win free tickets or find a bonus chance to win now at 101ESPN.com or on the 101 mobile app. App. Every Friday here on Balloon Party, we welcome to the program, courtesy of the great James Carlton, State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves, the Colonel, Gabriel P. D. Armand of PowerMizzou.com. Good morning, Colonel. Jim, I feel like our personal texts to each other would uh, put us in the running for Luke Combs tickets. You know what? I actually agree with you. Maybe you and I can go. Boys night out at Luke Combs in June. Sounds good. Yep, there Sounds it is. Good. Jackson rigged the contest. If you, you got it, thank you so on much, uh, Gabe. I know Brooklyn you wanted Jim to... Halpert, one employee of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I know you wanted to discuss it. I saw your tweet at five a.m. It's just me and you on Twitter at five a.m. Central Time, and uh, you you tweeted about the uh, the uniform announcement. Jackson is really excited about the yellow helmets with the script and the yellow pants and the white jerseys. Uh, your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I'm just waiting until there's something that we want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't don't be the care. opponents. Yep, I know. I just love talking. Yeah, to no, the don't want to talk about the game. Don't want to talk about the new hat. Now, how about the, this? We maybe outfit. we disagree on this. Uh, I didn't think the Eli Drinkwitz quote that upset a lot of some Missouri fans, I guess, I don't say a lot of, I don't know if it was a lot of or some, but it certainly they got attention. The quote about losers and Twitter and message boards was that big of a deal once I heard the context in which they were said. If I just read the words, I would maybe think it was a bigger deal. You were there. You were the one who asked the question about Brady Cook, correct? It was your voice, I thought. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of it? It, it wasn't bad. Um, first of all, anybody who was offended by that, he was talking to you. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, my message board handled it pretty well. There were a bunch of responses. They were like, yo, yeah, we're kind of losers, man. We're just hanging out on a message. We're talking about Missouri football. Yeah. Right on coach. You know, <laughs> but he, I mean, what he said wasn't wrong. Um, what I, I think it was directed more at people that do things in like, look, this happens every week. I know it happened to Brady Cook this week. It happens everywhere. Missouri fans are not different than others. But 
the things that get personal, the people that are tagging coaches and players and tweeting directly at them and saying vile things. I mean, it's it, it, those people are losers. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, it, they are. Um, but I, I don't think that he was generally insulting people. He was telling his team mostly, hey, people are going to be hard on you. Tune it out. And he said in the course of that answer, he said, in this business, there are more critics than in a lot of businesses. And he's right. And, uh, look, I think I think media's gotten a little bit more that way, but it's nowhere near like coaches and athletes and politicians. I mean, they get they get uh, an un, uh, an ungodly amount of criticism and, and just some of the things that are said are, are pretty terrible. But the other part of it is the time to say something like that, even if the message is basically right, is not really coming off that game. You know, I mean, because especially in college sports, these coaches spend so much time, and Eli's done it. Hey, we need you to show up, and we need you to donate, and we need you to pay NIL, Mm -hmm. and we need Mm -hmm. you to do this and that and this and that. And without you, we can't be good at what we do. And a lot of them have done that, and then you weren't good at what you did. Don't make them feel bad. I mean, again, attendance and support and things like that, it's a chicken or the egg question, but at some point it is incumbent upon the team to give people a reason to do that, and Missouri didn't give them a reason on Saturday. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious, and, and we both kind of have the same historical perspective, having been in class together and, and seeing, seeing, you know, what what happened, some really good years, but also some really bad years over the last 20-plus I feel like at this moment, it isn't the absolute low. I think November 2015, for more reasons than just football, was the absolute low over the last decade. But this is certainly the lowest it's been in the Drinkwitz era, but one of the more memorable lows in recent Missouri football. uh, Again, taking November 2015 out of the equation as far as fan frustration and concern. Um, What is your read, and if you want to compare and contrast I know we talked Purdue on TMA, the Purdue debacle yeah. in Columbia. That, that's what it reminded me of um, from the standpoint that I think this K-State team is better. But, all, like, Missouri should not lose 40-6 to six to Kansas State. Or 40, if you want to call it Thank 40 you very to much for calling it 40-6. to six. God bless that's the Colonel. Fine, but I have called it 40-6 to six all week. Um, it, you know, there are different generations of Missouri fans. For people who grew up watching this program when we did, I mean, Tim, when they went to Colorado State in the uh, against Colorado State in the Holiday Bowl when we were what juniors in college, that was great, or mm-hmm. maybe seniors. That that was, it was it. a huge deal. And that's yeah. all we wanted when we went there. Just I, I remember the celebration in Boulder when they got eligible and all that. The locker room video. And yeah, it was a huge deal. But this generation of Missouri fans, they've seen Gary Pinkle. They were there for that. They know what the I, I guess potential in the ceiling of this program is and so i think they get more frustrated than maybe we would have 20 years ago and that's fair because look it's been proven it can be done here and so again i picked them to lose to kansas state i no issue had they gone over there and lost 27 17 which is what i picked no issue uh the issue was that they just didn't look ready to play the game um and and that shouldn't happen in year three, and this is the danger of coaches, and I understand coaches are all positive, everybody's happy in August, but when Eli comes out and says, this is my deepest team, and I've never felt this good about a team here because everybody wants to be here, and 
we're all pulling in the same direction. And, man, I don't know who it's going to be, but we've always got somebody that's going to step up. Well, when you go out and do that, your words come back to bite you. Let me see what you think about this, uh, Gabe. Gabe DeArmond with us here on 101 ESPN, brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Greg McElroy, former Alabama quarterback and now ESPN analyst, talking about Missouri, said, no, it's a personnel issue. I also think there's a little bit of a culture issue, too. We did their spring game, and there were guys that were sitting out the spring game because they were trying to preserve their body for the NFL. You might be a sixth-round pick if you have a great year this year and there are guys sitting out. I just think they're unrealistic players on that roster. Now, I think they're good players, too, he continued. At Missouri, you don't have the luxury of being able to just cast off guys. Hey, yeah, you're not going to fit here. You're going to need to f- go find somewhere else to play. If you're not with us, it's, say, Alabama, Georgia, A&M. If you're not with us, hey, here's your bus ticket. We'll get somebody in here that's going to do things right on a day-to-day basis. At Missouri, you don't have that luxury of that because there's just not that many great players that you have access to. So I think they've had to roll with some duds, and as a result, it's been a little bit of a challenge. So I have some serious concerns about what they'll be able to do this year and i think they're looking at a pretty dismal season that's greg mcelroy your thoughts some of it's accurate um you don't have access to the same players you hear do at alabama and georgia i don't think that's uh you know a, a great revelation from greg um but the idea that you can't process guys out and move on i mean if they're not good enough to play here they're not good enough to play here now there are guys that aren't good enough to play at alabama that are good enough to play here but That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about guys that still aren't good enough to see the field at Missouri. So, no, they don't have the same level of talent. But this whole thing about the spring game, somebody sent that to me last night. Nobody sits out the spring game to protect their NFL draft status. Yeah, when I read that, I was wondering what that was about. Okay. The NFL draft's a year away for those. I mean, if they're there for the spring game, they're not getting drafted until – 13 months after that, they're still going to play 13 games. You know what? People sat out the spring game at Missouri because Eli Drinkwitz treats it like it doesn't re- like it's not really a thing. He plays the backups. I mean, last year, uh, Connor Bazelak, like didn't take a snap in the spring game. It wasn't because he was protecting anything. It was because Eli said, look, I know what these guys are. We're going to focus on the guys that I don't know what they are yet in the spring game. That's it. I mean, again, this whole culture of National media having hot takes. Greg McElroy couldn't find Faroe Field with a map. So if, <laughs> if, 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 and, and like, look, I, I don't blame him for that. I mean, it takes all my time and everything I've got to be a semi expert on one team. So the idea that he should be one on 14 or that Pat 40 should be one on 130, it's all foolish, right? But if you listen to these national people and you want to get mad about what they say, well, Greg McElroy doesn't really know anything about Missouri. He doesn't spend any time talking Missouri football or, or being in Columbia or anything like that. So I, I just, if you want to know what's going on with the team, and this isn't Missouri, this is anywhere. If you want to know what's going on with Vanderbilt or South Carolina, follow the guys that actually cover them and they're, they're there every day, not the guys that sit in a studio in Charlotte and just kind of, fire off some things from 30,000 feet. Yeah, that, that su- it does really sum it up. It sums it up uh, in a lot of ways, both sports, politics, entertainment, whatever. It's just giving takes and really not having much information. Yeah, when I read that, I'm like, I didn't know there were guys sitting out the spring game for the NFL. It, it, just, it just chronologically made no sense. Uh, Gabe DeArman, you can read more at powermazoo.com. Yes, Abilene Christian next, uh, tomorrow. But then uh, War Damn Eagle the following week on the Plains, an 11 o'clock game. Looking forward to seeing how Missouri handles that one. Uh, 
Uh, Gabe, always enjoy the conversation. Have a wonderful weekend and enjoy the yellow pants and yellow helmets. All right, guys. Sounds good. <laughs> there he okay. is, Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com, brought to you by James Carlton, the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Uh, we're going to take a break, but then on the other side of it, some math here. Not only do we have the Little Piddle Six Shooter, but we also have uh, ESPN laying out the math on the next time we'll see a 500 home run hitter and a 3,000 hit ball player and uh it's it's not looking really likely on either front out the math on it next uh this is balloon party on espn peloton let's go this holiday with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors we're gonna pick it up a notch it's the holiday season you might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes from running to cycling to yoga try peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.